0: You're listening to the Redeemer London podcast. For more information, visit our website at redeemerlondon.org. For everyone, if we're really honest, this has been a long and tough week. So there's one word that I want to bring to you, but I'm going to take a few minutes to unpack it, and it's courage. Schools and universities have closed. People are setting up working from home. Self-isolation a day, a week the thought of three months. Struggle to buy shopping. Sunday service closed. Saying no to mum for Mother's Day lunch. How are you feeling this morning? The great British wartime prime minister, Winston Churchill, declared, success is not final, failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. And this morning, I want to stir you and myself, come on, let's be courageous. I looked up the word courage in the dictionary and it said this, strength in the face of pain or grief. I want to encourage you to have strength in the face of pain or grief, difficulties, trials and a tough week. We can learn so much about courage from other people. For many of us, definitely of my generation, but many of us would know of the life and legacy of Nelson Mandela. He said, I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. It's so easy, isn't it, to hear all the bad news, to hear about things running out and, and the difficulties that we're going to face and to be full of fear. But I want to encourage you with some courage. If you've got a Bible, you could look up Matthew chapter 14. I'm just going to read a few verses. What has happened is Jesus and the disciples have fed 5,000, 5,000 men, to be honest, women and children. It could well have been 20,000 people that have been fed. Jesus has basically done the clear up job and sent the disciples ahead on a boat. And we read in Matthew 14 and verse 22, these words. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them. He went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone and the boat was already a considerable distance from the land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. I guess the situation with the disciples was one we could relate to. It was tough. It was dark. It was scary. It was uncertain. It was slow. They felt under attack. There was high waves and strong winds. In the midst of this situation, Jesus comes along and he says these words, take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. I guess I just thought about that one phrase and I thought it was true then, but actually that's one of the main messages of the Bible. Take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. I thought about the life of Abraham. Abraham was told to leave your country, leave your family, leave everything that is familiar to you. Go into the unknown where well, I will lead you. You can almost imagine Abraham hearing the whispers of God. Take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. I think of Joshua. Joshua, who was the assistant to Moses. Moses as uh, you know, the, the prince of Egypt that led the slaves. Away, they'd been slaves for four hundred years in Egypt. The people of God, the Israelites, marched to freedom. But it was a difficult time. Over a million people. Joshua is given the the opportunity to fill the shoes of Moses. Take these people into the promised land. If you read the book of Joshua, you hear it many times in the first chapter. Take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. I guess I think of another well-known Old Testament character, that of David. David, the youngest of many brothers, overlooked by his own father when the, the prophet came to town. David, who's carrying supplies to his brothers that are meant to be fighting the Philistines. This huge great warrior, Goliath, comes out, throws down the gauntlet. Come on, who will fight me? David almost hears those words, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. We know that then David picks up the stones and goes and takes on Goliath. I think about Ruth. Ruth who married a man who died young. Not only did her husband die, her brother-in-law died. Not only did her brother-in-law die, her father-in-law died. Her mother-in-law is so distraught she decides to head back home to another country. What does Ruth do? Her fellow sister-in-law decides to stay there, but Ruth doesn't. Ruth goes with Naomi. You can almost hear God whispering to her, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. I think of Esther. Esther, who we think was an orphan, raised by her uncle, becomes wife to the king, but then the king seems to have forgotten her. It's a month since she's been in his presence there's a plot uh, around that the Jews will be exterminated. Should she go and approach the king? But if she's not being requested, she could die. You almost hear again in that story, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. As you can see, this happens again and again in, in the Bible. I think of Daniel. Daniel. Daniel, this this young man that's that's taken off into captivity, he's serving a king, and uh, you know, the king says, don't pray, and, and he prays, prays three times a day with the window open, let people know. The king has to keep his word and throw him into a den of lions. You could just imagine, can't you, him hearing the whisper, take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. Even after the the life, death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. We read in the book of Acts of Peter and John, they're talking about this Jesus that's risen from the dead. The Sanhedrin, the the leaders of the day were unhappy about this. They call them in and say, stop. We're going to make life really difficult for you. But the disciples hear the whisper of Jesus. Take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. I believe the Bible is full of stories of people that have heard this whisper from God, people who face difficulties and trials, people who have a a choice about how to live and think and behave. Come on, take courage. We know that when Paul is writing to the church in Corinth, challenging them to live a radical life in 1 Corinthians 16, chapter, chapter 16, verse 13, be on your guard stand firm in the faith be courageous be strong do everything in love what we should we believe should shape the way that we live td jakes he says this do you have courage to act out to act outwardly what you see inwardly do you have courage to act outwardly on what you see inwardly we want to be those that are courageous I've got three tips, three tips that I'm going to finish with on courage this morning. The first is this. Look up. Fix your gaze upon God. Who is he? He is the sovereign one. He is the one in whom we trust. I think the challenge for us is read the Bible more than you read the news. In this day of difficulty, fix your eyes upon God. Pray, express your dependence upon him. Ask him to fill you with your Holy Spirit. The spirit is called the spirit of courage. The disciples say, come on, he will give you boldness. Look up. What's the second thing we can do? Look in. Your security, acceptance and significance is not based on what you do, but what he has done for you. And therefore, I think it's good to pause and just to look in and think, actually, Jesus, what you've done for me is remarkable. Look in in terms of look into the church. How do we connect with one another? I encourage you all text somebody in the church today. Phone somebody. How are you doing? Send them an email, write a card to somebody. Let's make sure we look into the church and care for one another at this time. Thirdly, look out. Look out. Our courage should be uncontainable. Mm -hmm. We are givers, not grabbers. We are helpers, not hoarders. When I'd heard about this whole situation, I decided to put a card through every door down my street, just saying, hey, should we start a WhatsApp group for our road? Is there anything we can do? You might be self isolating. You might need to get some shopping, drop some post off for you. You may just want a phone call. I put Nikki and my mobile number on it. The first phone call came within 20 minutes. Within 24 hours, I've got 23 people signed up on the WhatsApp group just for the road because we should be those looking out. I recognize that we are in tough times. But let's press on in courage during this life, knowing that eternity waits for us all. The last verse I want to read to you is from 2 Corinthians, Paul writing to the church in Corinth again, 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 16. Therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we're wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light And momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Look, I know that I'm in my lounge, you're in yours. Often on a Sunday, we say, look, if this is God's word and it's spoken, how do we just respond? And I'd love us to pause. I know it will feel like a long time. But I'd like us just to take a moment and look up. Pause and think about the great God who's with you right now. Pause and think about your shepherd, your father. Pause and think about the rock, the refuge that we run to. love us to pause as well and just think about who could we connect to in the next week in the next seven days maybe even today who is there in the church that you could phone call skype zoom webex whatever way it is let's just pause and think about how we're going to connect to others And finally, I'd like us to pause and think, how do we make eating a better place? Because God has given us courage. We know the disciples waited for courage, but then it it overflowed. In what way could you be a blessing to your neighbours, to your street? I'm going to lead us now in prayer, asking God to give us courage. Jesus, I want to thank you so much that it's just as true now as it was then, that you're walking on the water, that you're with us in the midst of difficulty. I pray that we take courage, that we think, oh, it's you, and that we are not afraid. I pray you help us all this week to look up, to look in and to look out. And we ask this all for your precious name and for your glory. Amen.